This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. I'm Lewis Carr, host of the Blueprint Connect podcast. The Blueprint Connect podcast is an extension of the Blueprint Men's Summit, where we have consistently given men a prescription for growth, not just for themselves, but also for their families and their communities. During these podcasts, we will educate and motivate our listeners about entrepreneurship, careers, finances, relationships, and health and wellness. And to that point, today, we have fitness, health and wellness consultant, Joe Holder. Welcome, Joe. Uh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to reconnect. Uh, I, was, I was a fan. Oh, man. Uh, I was excited uh, to get to you because, you know, we've all been going through a lot, both physically, mentally and emotionally over the last 20 to 21 months, uh, as we can still try to deal with COVID in some form or variant or another. (laughs) And then we've had this racial inequality and injustice that a lot of people in our community are still struggling with. How have you been dealing with this uh, from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint over the last almost two years? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question because for me, they're kind of intertwined, right? So I said, I think as we all did, is uh, it came down on all of us pretty fast. So then from there, you had to make a decision. And I, and since there was so much unknown, I suppose about two months in, and especially after everything had happened, you know, between with George Floyd, but even leading up to that, I said, okay, let me sit down and decide what it is that I want to focus on that I could change. So I kind of came up with a social impact platform called Intergenerational Health that specifically targeted the black community, but also showed how all this was intertwined because I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan in, you know, solidarity, especially class solidarity. And uh, I decided that, you know, I was going to focus on four key areas that, you know, specifically uh, black people typically struggle with, which is food and, and access to healthy food, uh, which is enablement of a healthy lifestyle through exercise. 
uh, mental health, and then environmental care. So I said, this is, you know, there's a lot going on and everybody's talking, but this is my lifelong mission. This is what I'm going to slowly and methodically kind of chip away at. And this is kind of my guiding North Star that'll allow me to feel comfortable and make better decisions and also help me understand I can't fix and change everything. So that was kind of from, you know, the social impact business perspective. Um, from a personal perspective, I really just decided that, look, in times of great reset, you know, you can, you know, you know, everybody says Biden's build back better plan. Like, what's your build back better plan? Well, how can I take a step back and decide what are the core tenants that I'm going to figure out that I can work on? So for me, that was really my mental health and my financial health. Those are two key areas that I really wanted to figure out and get, get a stronger foothold in because, you know, the physical health comes a little bit more naturally to me as it pertains to diet and exercise. But there's there's other additions to, to health, you know, through wellness strategies. That I don't think a lot of people realize so. It was basically, it's like cramming for finals, right? It's like you put in a couple tough weeks, but then in terms of how your life trajectories, now you have something that is a guide point. And I think that's the struggle with is that we feel so ungrounded is because we don't know what we're actually going after, whether that be for work or business or whether that be for ourselves. So for me, it was very important to decide what it is I was, I was going to attack. Have people been more receptive uh, and engaged uh, around this message of health and wellness uh, now than ever before? Well, yes, because death is so death is crazy, right? Like death is something that's inevitable. But then it's when it's something that's all around you and so obvious in the form of covid and news and media, then you have no choice. So you can do two things. You can ignore it, you can, or you can get super worried, or you can just say, look, I know it's going to happen to me eventually, but it doesn't have to happen to me quick. So I think people are trying to understand what health and wellness even means, how to take care of it for themselves. And they want just simple, easy, integrated kind of activities that will work. Because at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's hard. It's, it, it's uh, actually, it's simple, but it's hard. So the key is, is how do you make it simple and also easy? But yeah, people are shook, you know, anxiety and depression levels are still up 12 plus months after COVID first happened, which is atypical for a pandemic. You typically see the rates drop back down, but medical research is showing that's not the case. So people are looking for answers. And I think, you know, as a, as a, as a cultural, whatever, maven within the space, it's up to me to help provide those. It's also up to us to put additional pressure, I believe, on both government and businesses to do better. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm -hmm. So as, as we sort of go through, I don't know what wave this is, Joe, our second, <laughs> third, third wave of, of COVID, you know, what type of advice are you giving to people to sort of mentally and physically get to the other side of this way. Yeah, yeah. Mentally, it's stop worrying because worry, you know, not to be esoteric or weird, but there's a difference between being paranoid and worrying. And short-term paranoia is actually better for you, right? Because you do what you should be doing that's proactive, right? If you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. You know, you wash your hands, you have the air, air filters, you eat well. You, you paranoia is basically saying, what's can I have mitigation strategies for the worst case scenarios? Worry is when you worry about things that are outside of your control, but you don't act. But so but you're frazzled the whole time. So my thing is stop worrying. Look at it for what it is and control what you can control. You know, I believe that, you know, the best adjunctive therapy, adjunctive therapy is basically what are the things outside of standardized treatments that will make everything better? 
And that's improving your diet and exercise. That literally makes every health condition better. So we need to stop having the arguments over vaccines. It's like at this point, if you're not vaccinated, you're really just taking an additional risk that you don't need. You know, you should at least have one shot but then take the other proactive strategies to help yourself get out from the other side. So it's just to be honest with yourself, to be able to get to the other side, because the time is going to pass. So you might as well use it wisely. And it's also to look at not just the worst case scenarios, but perhaps what are the better case ones? The better case ones could be that this was the, is a breakthrough moment in COVID that we've been waiting for, which is basically we have a virus that is a little bit more transmissible, but it's mild, which means that you're essentially it's a different which essentially is you're getting a booster shot in real time. You already are. If you're vaccinated already, you have a bit of protection. So even if you get sick, it looks like it doesn't go into the lungs and that we're able to then hopefully prevent excessive community spread because you should be getting tested consistently. So if we do this right, this could be possibly best case scenario, better case scenarios. This is the moment we've been waiting for, but whether it's the best case or the worst case, the easiest way to get to the other side is to do the things that you know will work for you. So what are your mental health strategies? Just pick one or two, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. What are your physical health strategies? And that includes diet and fitness. And then what are your also emotional strategies? So rely on your community, keep in touch with your friends, You know, make sure that you're okay. And I think if you focus on those three things, you know, we'll we'll get to a better place. So yeah. uh, we see that sports is being affected now even more than it was back originally. All right. Yeah. Uh, were you kind of shocked when you saw these games of eighty and ninety thousand people in stands without a mask, and you know, people running onto the field at the end of the game hugging? Were you a little paranoid yourself when you saw that? I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're, you're talking about like big SEC markets, like, yeah, because that yeah. is so crowded, right? So it's yes. like, but if you know, luckily, my thing was like, it's okay to wear a mask and do all that and wash your hands and you need open airflow. So my thing is, if there's open airflow and it's socially distanced, I'm not that worried. But what I'm more worried about is the fact that it's the thought process It's like in certain territories, you know, they don't think it's real or they don't, they're, they're sending death threats to their local public health leaders, you know, that's awful. And then it's the other side where people are, you know, by themselves wearing a mask outside and you're like, stop, stop doing that too. Like that doesn't make sense. You're, you're, you're caught too much up in fear. And then the other side is caught up too much in not having any worry. And it's just like, where are we going as a, a population as a group. I think cultural cohesion is very necessary, but it's just like, Jesus guys, it's like, what we've been going through this for like two years. We really, y'all really doing this. I'm like, right. you really think it's not real until you're about to die. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, Oh, the, the vaccine has a microchip in it, but you're walking around with a cell phone and two bottles of soda or something. It's like, what are you doing? It's just like, come right. on. But you know, that's we can we we can go on that all day, but we should pivot. <laughs> so so, so let, let, let's pivot to uh, New Year's resolutions. All right, uh, you know I, I always used to laugh because I said, you know, your business goes through the roof in January and February, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of March, <laughs> it's back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what advice yeah. would you give people 
uh, as they look and talk about, as soon as I get through with my holiday meals, I'm going to start my healthy plan. What advice would you give people to be more consistent, to be able to do the long-term health and wellness plan? Yeah, I mean, it's... This is the thing. The holidays should actually be one of your most enjoyable times where you're not worried about health and wellness because hopefully you've been taking care of yourself all year round. But for most people, that's not the case. So I'll give a better real life example. Because you can control the holidays a bit more, right? They're under your time. My suggestion is for you to do two things. The first thing is what's one healthy habit that you've been trying to do that you couldn't previously do because you've been too busy? Your time is more under your control during the holidays for probably a two or four week period. Like use that to your advantage to actually set something that is of value, whether it maybe you want to work up, wake up earlier. Maybe you were trying to work, get used to working out again and you're a little self-conscious. So you rather do it by yourself in your home for maybe 15 minutes a day, things like that. It's like you have an opportunity here to try to do it as soon as the new year starts when excuse me, life ramps up again. You're often setting yourself up for failure because one. Work gets crazy again. Family responsibilities probably do. You're probably a little bit tired because you've been eating and drinking and being married, which is important in itself, but it makes it a little difficult. Um, and then you're not sure where to start, so you just give up. Um, and the other thing that I stress people do and what I personally do is perform an end-of-the-year audit. I think it's super important to sit down and be honest with yourself about your various health goals. It's like, or health and just personal goals. What did I accomplish this year? What didn't I accomplish this year? Why was that the case? And how can I set up a strategy for the year moving forward that will make things go better? And then instead of saying, I'm gonna do this for the new year, there's basically a concept called breaking things up into cycles. So you have micro cycles, which are typically pretty short, which are two to seven days. And you also have macro cycles, which is like the whole year goal, but it's often a two, that's often too long to like make it real. So break it down instead of new year, say new month. This is my new month resolution. For January, I'm going to focus on this, right? And then you have a compounding effect. Perhaps January is just you want to hydrate, right? You just want, I just want to focus on drinking more water. February comes along, you're like, all right, I got the water down. I just want to, I want to focus on, you know, maybe running. I want to go for a run, you know, three times a week for 20 minutes. All right, I got that. January and February, you just knock down two great goals and you're able to put those together and keep it moving. So don't think about new year because when a new year happens and it doesn't start to go well and you're trying to do this whole thing for a year, it just seems so long. But healthy habits add up. They don't need to be done all the time. They just need to be done consistently. So if we set goals for each month, like that's where I think some of the, 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 the money's at, especially if you're just trying to get used to the swing of things. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. So, Joe, most people's struggle is time management. Mm-hmm. They said, I really want to do this, but I just don't have the time, you know, between <laughs> job and and kids and other family responsibilities. So how did you do you advise people who just say, I can't find the time, which we know is there, but <laughs> they just don't see it. What advice would you give to those people? All right. First off, it's, a, it's this concept that you actually are time. So it's not really separating yourself from time. I know as weird as that sounds, it's like you're not really managing time. You're managing yourself, which is a little bit different. So get that caught in your head. Two, so you just have to admit there are some things you're going to be able to accomplish and others that you're not contingent upon your responsibilities. But there is something under your control. Three, you have to be honest. It's that especially for many of us reading this, you know, we probably have, you know, slight disposable funds, maybe a little bit of time. We're we're like relatively safe. So if you say you don't have enough time, you really just have to see where the pockets of time are that are under your full control, which is typically mornings and evenings, not during the workday, because that becomes super hard. But in the mornings, you probably have a disposable 15 to 30 minutes where you could do the small things that add up. So basically my thought process is I do things for people who have a life. That's my health and wellness philosophy. It's like not gym rats, but people who have a life. So in the morning, do those, there's certain things that you can find for 15 or 30 minutes, whether that be some light activity, like just download your favorite app or find or do a yoga or, or body weight exercises. Maybe for you, it's stress reduction. So breathing, taking some time to meditate 10 to 15 minutes. It's just, you have to make the decision to act. And then when you can act, do it. Don't think about it. Like action produces motivation, not the other way around. People think I do these things just because I'm motivated all the time. I'm like, no, I don't think about it. Like when I wake up, I don't think about it, right? I take 10 deep breaths. 
I do five minutes of movement, not because I want to, just because I don't think about it. I just act. So the best thing that I can give people is find those pockets in the day or evening that you know you can control. But they're typically between 15 to 30 minutes. And, and that's probably adds up to about maybe an hour of your day per day, making those better decisions. That adds up. That's seven hours in a week, you know, 35 hours in a, in a 28 to 35 in a month, depending on how long the month is. And that's a lot of time that, that ends up uh, uh, basically compounding on itself to produce better results. So don't think it has to be long. Just think it has to be useful. So, so, so Joe, sounds like you sort of use the same sort of formula we do in the TV business. How many minutes of TV do you watch a week? That's good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is run your life a little bit like your work, right? The only reason why you do your work at work is because you somebody either told you you got to do it or you want to schedule. Now, schedule your own life to do things you actually want to do and then schedule a few of those things that you probably don't want to do, but you know will be beneficial for you. And that'll make your whole life better, right? It's just like, stop, stop being pressured to do things you either don't want to do or only do things because it has that payoff of money. It's like your life is your life, like your health. You know, I know it's cheesy health is wealth or whatever, but improve your quality of life by improving the quality of your decisions. So, so Joe, this is a barbershop question. Yeah. People always debate on what is a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> All right. It, it, it's, it's an ongoing debate. So, you know, yeah. I've heard people say, uh, I gave up soft drinks. I just drink tea now. All right. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. drink bottled tea. And you kind of go like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that that's part of the healthy lifestyle. Either. Yeah. So how do you make it simple for people who are not around someone like you who can give them the correct information? Where can people go to find exactly what a healthy lifestyle is? And I'll, I'll be example. Like I read labels. All right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know is, you know, this percentage per daily allowance is good or bad. All right. So what, what is your advice to people to say, hey, what does it look like? Mm -hmm. Great question. Great question. Uh, you know, sometimes I think because I've been so immersed in it, you know, sometimes I forget those, those basic things. So even some of, I work with some of the brightest minds in the world and they'll ask me like crazy basic questions about fitness and nutrition and, and wellness. And I'm just like, wow, we really have no base knowledge of, of this stuff. Um, so let's start from the top. Like, first off, what is health? Health is an end result, right? It's not a thing. So health is a state of being. It's, you know, it's making sure that you say your blood, your blood, uh, your blood tests come back and everything is in the right range, right? Or it's, you know, you're feeling well mentally and emotionally. So health is that overall cohesive state of being. Then we have wellness strategies that promote health. And typically for the individual, the easiest way to look at that is what's around you. So can I set up my environment for it, right? So it's like, you know, at night, I don't want bright lights on so I could sleep. And then what is it's what you're doing, what you're eating and how you're taking care of, say, your stress levels or your mental health. Now, to keep it simple around your question of, say, like, let's start with food. Like, what's health, healthy food? You know, people say, oh, carbs are bad or this is bad or only eat this, eat that. You eat basically what, say, we've come up on, which is you have your vegetables, right? But you don't want to cook them too much. So you say your dark leafy greens, you, you know, food like that, but just don't overcook them. They don't, you want to have them minimally processed. So say steam them, right? And get used to having spices and seasonings instead of excess salt. That's super important. 
Then from there, you can have your fruits, what's your whole fruits, instead of say your canned fruits, just buy your fruits whole. And then maybe, you know, have a couple of servings of that a day, whether it be an apple, pear, berries, things like that. So think of whole food sources and then your meats, right? So your meats and lean meats and fish. Protein is very important. So think of food that you prepare yourself, basically, is the easiest way to think of that. Then when we talk so, about. So, so, Joe, I'm going to stop you right yeah, there. Interrupt me, that please. Meat, that, yeah. that meat, that yeah. meat, that's this is that ongoing debate. How much is enough and how much is too much? All right. So think of meat basically as a supplement. The issue is, as they say, it's not the cow, it's the how. So we have a factory farming lifestyle where hormones are injected into this meat and people eat too much of it. So think of if I had to give advice, it would be be vegan or vegetarian before dinner. And then at dinner, that's where your lean serving of meat is, which is probably a fist. It's probably about this big. You don't have to have that much of it. It's actually a very nutrient dense. So you don't need a lot. And typically cook it in a way that's not overly aggressive. So not, not grilling all the time because certain compounds come from grilling that might not be healthy or maybe stick to just your fish or low on the food chain, you know, little fish, let's say sardines or mackerel or, or things like that, right? So people think meat is bad, but actually, especially as you age, if you're young or you're old, protein is actually very important. So meat can be beneficial, but you probably shouldn't be eating, you eating it, say between four, time four to you know 12 to 15 times a month on, on the higher end just to kind of be safe so you know it becomes a difficult this uh discussion because it's been so muddled but really just the easiest way is to block out stuff so processed foods block it out you know jay-z says the h to the is uh, one of my favorite lines he's like it's not real to me therefore it doesn't exist don't bring it into your home don't bring the sugar don't bring the excess stuff it's not real to me, so it doesn't exist. Block it out. And then focus on the things that you know will be health promoting. Fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, uh, beans, things like that. And fall in love with a cookbook. But sugar, honestly, especially for black people, cut out the sugar. As you said with the tea, like you look, if I look at a nutrition label and the sugar is more than, you know, you're only supposed to have probably three to five teaspoons of sugar a day, added sugar a day, added sugar, which is important to note which is probably between 15 and maybe 24 grams. If anything has excess added sugar, cut it out. So there's no difference between bottled tea, really, if it has added sugar and soda. So reduce your sugar. It's one of the best things that you can do, and that'll go a super long way. So let's pivot now and talk about the, the Ocho system, though. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. can help others. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know what that meant till I, till I got deep into it. I'm like, okay, I think I know what that means. Yeah. But I want you to tell us what that means and why you, yeah, yeah. you, you started this. So, you know, I call it the feedback loop of gratitude. Everybody's like, oh, I didn't even know Ocho meant anything. And I'm just like, I guess I should be, you know, put it out there more. But <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it goes front to back. So, you know, one can help others. Like you help yourself so you can help other people and others can help one and other people will help you too. So you got to realize you're part of a bigger group and community. This was, this was started first off in my time at UPenn. I played football at UPenn where I dealt with some injuries, you know, go Quakers. And, and it had me, yeah, I think anybody that's a little bit of a jock on campus, right? You're a little bit of cocky, right? And you get knocked off and then you start to realize, hold up, it's bigger than me. I, I noticed that I'm part of a team, but I'm also part of a community. I'm part of a world. So the Ultra system was founded first out of me just trying to get healthy again. And then from there, I saw this greater communal connection. 
So it comes also from this concept of uh, there's this paper written that talked about wellness a different way. So from there, I adopted eight core values of wellness that I think are important. So that's the other side of Ocho or eight, which is, you know, it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, um, intellectual, occupational. So your job's also important um, and social environmental. So I said, can I take a wide, I made a design theory of wellness through this concept. Can I look at eight areas of wellness that promote health and make this both my philosophy and also my work. So that's the Ocho system comes from. It's a, it's a design system. It's a philosophy of sorts in which, you know, is another North star that I build my projects, my ideas and my consulting services out of. So I just want people to understand that the concept of wellness is bigger than, you know, this goop lifestyle or these powders or just lifting or just, you know, shirtless on Instagram. There's so many components of it. And it's important for you to find the ones that may mean something to you. So, you know, that was the that was that's the Ocho system. And I and I just try to walk around with that. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You touched on uh, quickly supplements, vitamins, things yeah. like that. How should people think about adding those in their uh, daily routine? So what are some of the key vitamins that we as, as men should always be adding into our uh, daily routine? Consistent? Yes, great, great, great question. Um, so first off, they're called supplements, right? So that means they're mm -hmm. supplemental to your diet. 
or what you're eating. So you're, yeah, that's the most important thing first is what you're eating. This won't, this won't clean up a lot of the fallacies in, in your food. So just don't think if you down in these hot dogs and hamburgers that you take a multi, <laughs> and, you know, that'll clean everything up. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so supplements got a little bit of a bad rep because there is some stuff. One, it's not FDA regulated. So that makes things a little bit difficult Two, there was a study done where they used antioxidants, right? Like people got supplements became interested because antioxidants, antioxidants are basically um, certain vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, some others that reduce oxidative stress, right? So basically they, they, they reduce some, sometimes inflammation in the body. But if you take it's actually important to have enough. So if you take too much of something, right, those antioxidants and you're not actually have enough oxidative stress, it's a negative impact. So they found that in some studies, which was very enlightening, but then people ran with that saying, you know, supplements don't work or this and that, which isn't the case. You just have to not really take a lot of heavy fat soluble ones. So the fat soluble vitamins are those like A, E, K, some other ones that you, those get caught in fat tissue. So you can't overdo it on those. When it comes to men, what we really want to think about is the things that make us tick because we are different as men. You know, you got to, you know, want a little extra libido, that stuff flowing, you know, there's certain things that we have. So the things I suggest for men is zinc. Zinc is a very, very important, um, important one. That's also important for our immune system function, testosterone, keep it at levels that are necessary. So zinc is super, uh, zinc is super key. Um, also B vitamins are super important. B vitamins, essentially, you know, just take a simple B complex. They help unlock basically the energy in our food, the calories, we're able to use those a little bit better uh, through, through our B vitamins. Uh, vitamin C, simple, maybe a gram a day, you know, take it with some bioflavonoids because those make it a, a little bit uh, more absorbable and typically not harsh on the stomach. Um, and it's simple. It helps with everything from mood to your inflammation, things like that. Um, I do think a basic multi is fine because, you know, as long as you're not overdoing it, you know, there's something called the triage theory. This guy, Dr. Bruce Ames, discovered which is basically the thought process that your body will always try to survive. So even if you if you have short term deficiencies, you won't know until it becomes a huge problem. So in my opinion, uh, the worst thing you could do, worst thing of a multi is it, you'll just, you know, it'll be a slight waste of money, but it has more pros than cons, especially if you just take it according. But you then need to think about uh, how to understand a supplement, right? So make sure it has good uh, manufacturing processes. So if you look on the label, you know, you see something typically, it says uh, NSF, which uh, talks about it's um, both safe for sport and this manufacturing processes and like GMP certified. Look for those little labels that are on the supplements that'll help you know. But to just make it succinct, it's, you know, an omega-3, vitamin C, zinc, Probably a little bit of magnesium, you know, at night probably will help help you help you sleep and, and, and kind of get that going. Um, you can look into adaptogens later, but that's not that pressed. A, a nice, simple, easy multi. Uh, for some of us, I think calcium, especially if you're a heavy um, coffee drinker, just take a little bit of calcium in the morning and magnesium at night kind of builds itself out. Uh, vitamin D, especially as black men, it's very important because, you know, we don't get enough sun, especially if you live in cities. A vitamin D and K2 mix because, you know, just to kind of hedge your bet against any sort of vitamin D toxicity, which is super rare. You'd have to take a lot, but a vitamin D and K2 mix are, are great. 
And those are really the really the basic ones that you kind of could build from there and understand what, what what might work for you. But if you start with that, that's that's an easy intro list. Okay, here's a final question, Jonah. Uh, yeah. uh, this is a this is a barbershop question, all right? Yeah. They said they, they they want you to be honest and tell the truth. Yeah. Uh, those of you in the health and wellness area, do you have the same aches and pains like us regular <laughs> folks on a daily basis? Are you always in meetings? rubbing your shoulder, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you because I do a lot more desk work than I think people realize. And, you know, with the shift in COVID, I'm not in the gym as much as I used to. I've, I've worked with everyone and I've learned a lot and I still do that. My And I play football, so I, sheesh, like talk about aches and pains. Your boy got aches and pains. So the thing is, is like, yeah, I'm super big about eating and working out for basically – quality of life and feeling comfortable, man. Like I got to put the hyper vault on my shoulders and the massage guns, all that. And what I also realized when you're sitting at a desk and you can even test this right now, because you're at a desk, when you put your like hands or arms on a desk, uh-huh. you notice how your core kind of just relaxes. It chills out. And what right. I've realized is, is that we end up having so much back pain because when we sit, our core goes asleep but so and our hips tighten up and so does our, you know, our butt. So my thing is, is like small little workouts help alleviate those aches and pains. Cause yo, I'm telling you, I've look at it. I've had, I mean, they probably can't see it, but I got this, I have this broken yeah, finger. I, I broke, I, I broke I my wrist. I broke my leg. I tore my labrum, my back be aching. Like I, I get it. So my thing is like, I'm not telling you to do this because if I feel good all the time, I want you to do it so you can feel good too. I know what it's like. <laughs> you know, everybody said, Joe, trainers are always telling us what to do and act like they don't understand when we say it, it hurts. All right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is the thing. This is the thing. You don't have to work through the pain, but you have to realize the pain will reduce once your body, once you do the things that your body gets essentially used to. So say, take for instance, let's talk about stretching, right? Sometimes you stretch and it feels so uncomfortable. You're like, my muscles are tight, but your muscles aren't tight. What it is, is your brain is not used to those ranges of motion. So it's protecting you. It's not your, so when you start to stretch more, it's not that your muscles suddenly lengthen and you're like a Willy Wonka Gumby type situation. It's simply that you're, you're, you've, not, you've stretched enough or you've told your brain that it's safe. And now your brain feels comfortable in doing these things. So, yeah, I mean, maybe a lot of trainers out there feel good. I mean, I'm sure. But, you know, I got my share of aches and pains. I know what it's like and I can't stand when people are just like, you know, I hear the complaints on your end too. And people are just like, Oh, like, why does that hurt? Oh, you're such an old man. I'm like, well, you don't get the struggle. You don't get the game. So, but I want to put, I want to give people the game that, you know, are on the same level as me. It's like your sport is life. You're the you're athlete of life. Like, you know, Lewis, you're, you're, you're esteemed, you're achieving your stage is when you're in that boardroom and you should feel good. Your stage when you're sitting at that desk and you should feel good. So your practice or part of your practice is not just learning and studying. Part of your practice is taking care of your body and mind because you got to perform or you got to perform. Otherwise, I mean, you can nod, you can ache and you can kind of be normal and you can kind of just get through life. But if you're a high achiever, right, or you just want a little bit more out of life or you just want to sit at the desk and not have your back ache, it's all right to take care of yourself a little bit. Oh, man, this has been great. 
uh, appreciate all the knowledge and the information that you've given us today. Uh, so in, a, in your closing remark, Joe, tell us what should we do for 2022? Take us out. <laughs> All right, 2022 is what I want you to do. Just make the decision to act. Don't overthink it. Just make a decision. The hardest thing really is not the action. It's the decision to wake up and say, I'm going to do this because I know it is good for me. So stop thinking that you got to take care of yourself for productivity or this and that. Just think that I'm going to take care of myself because I deserve to feel good. I deserve to chill and I deserve to be with my loved ones for a longer period of time. But again, 2022, just make the decision. Stop saying second guessing it in any area of your life where you want to do more. Just make the decision to act, put the plans in place and keep it moving. Like, you know, that's the blueprint right there. Once you make the decision, it's easier to set that up. Joe, how can people get a hold of you? How can they reach out to you? Yeah, hit me up. I'm at Ocho System on Instagram, on uh, Twitter. I'm at uh, at Joe Holder underscore. Uh, both verified, so you should be able to find me a little bit more. And if you just want, you know, straight up, easy, simple exercise routines, just follow at exercise underscore snacks. That was another COVID project. We did that with one of my clients, Naomi Campbell, because she always wanted to work out every day. And just create simple five to 15 minute routines you can do every day, even seated at the desk. That'll make you feel better. So. I'm just out here trying to put off for y'all and I hope it helps. Thank you, Joe Holder. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll be watching you and taking your advice as we enter 2022. Thank you, man. Of course, big blessings. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway.